0: Welcome to The Poddy. I'm Stephen. I'm Nate. This is the show where we talk about all things nerdy, from Bolo to Invictus. And today, we'll be talking about Final Space, Geronimo. Alright, uh, so I think before we get to the whole episode, uh, there's a little change from probably the way we sound today. A few Possibly things, later as well. A few well. things
1: to note before we start the episode.
0: Yeah, indeed. Uh, so one, um, you're trying to out a new
1: space, exactly.
0: Yeah, it w- won't be
1: permanent, but b- yeah, because we're kind of tired of the construction noises anyway. So yeah, we're trying oh, out a new true. space. Yeah. We're here, and if halfway
0: through the episode you hear barking, that's my dog. <laughs> uh, her name is Kola. So yeah, she's adorable, and she wants to play, and hence, uh, she's very chatty, yeah. very chatty, chatty. puppy. Yeah. She Mondola wants to be puppy. part part of uh the podcast. She I wants, think. yeah,
1: exactly. So yeah. this episode is brought to you by Cola, Cola, bringing noises to you. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, and I think so. I if there are any, if anything sounds weird, for example, the audios are a bit off, or you hear random barking in the background, we apologize. Mm. It's not really something we can control, but I will try and control it
0: a little. Right from you, yeah. yeah I, I did on my part, portion. I yeah. will.
1: I, I mean, no, I mean, on my part, I will try not to
0: bark. <laughs> okay <laughs> that will be much appreciated yeah yeah I think so too <laughs> yeah and I think maybe the echo might change things up as well I
1: think that should be fine I okay. think I can I can do a little something something about
0: magic Uh, but yeah we're fi- we are going to be talking about final space Uh, this show has been quite dear to both of us for a very long time yep and I think for this episode as well we are trying a new format uh, slightly different where we We'll go right into the show itself, and then we go talk about the cast and the development and all those things after the episode. Let us
1: know what you think about it.
0: Yeah. Anyway, to get to all this episode, there is always a spoiler alert. Very big one, because I mean... I think Final Space is really a show that I don't think you want spoilers. Yeah, because um, we've
1: always said that a lot of shows, it's not about the destination, it's about the journey. Yeah. Which I do really feel strongly about most of the time. However, when it comes to Final Space, there are some twists and turns that even I myself did not see coming. And I think it is one show that you really should watch with a fresh mindset. And if you... Just understand that if you want to watch it, it is just balls to the wall insanity comedic goodness.
0: Yeah, definitely. So yeah. I
1: recommend it highly to anyone who watch it. However, if you're a person that feels like stories need to be completed, um, this might not be the show for you because unfortunately, the show did not get did not manage to be completed as most shows, unfortunately, ha- happen to most shows. Unfortunately, in this t- day and age, mm-hmm. so. Yes, this is an amazing show. It might not, may or may not get an ending. We're going to get into that probably at the end as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. spoiler alert for any of this, I recommend you watch it going in without
0: knowing much about it. Yeah. And with that, let's jump into the spoilers. Jump to the spoilers, indeed. So Final Space is an adult animated space opera, comedy, drama, television series created by Olin Rogers and developed by Rogers and David Sachs. The series involves an astronaut named Gary Goodspeed and his immensely powerful alien friend Mooncake. Oh yeah, Mooncake. Perfect for this time of the year in Singapore. The, yeah, Lantern Festival. Yeah. Mid Autumn and... Festival. Sorry, Mid Autumn oh, Festival. Oh, Mid Autumn Festival. Festival. That's yeah, the correct term. Right. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, we have mooncakes here. So yeah, perfect name. Anyway, powerful alien friend Mooncake, and focuses on their intergalactic adventure as they try to save the universe from certain doom. Gary Goodspeed is an energetic yet dim-witted astronaut who, in the midst of working off the last few days of his five-year sentence abroad, the prison spacecraft Galaxy One encounters a mysterious planet-destroying alien. He befriends the alien, naming him Mooncake, and then discovers that they are being pursued by the sinister telekinetic Lord Commander. Together, Gary and Mooncake embark on a quest to save the universe with the help of the artificial intelligent Hugh and a growing crew shipmates, each with their own personal troubles, all while trying to uncover the secret surrounding Final Space, a bizarre realm where the universe ends. That is just basic idea of what the show is about, and I just love the whole contrast that we're having about space because last week we were just talking about uh, Orville. Orville, that's right. Yeah? and Orville is such a diplomatic. Well, still kind of <laughs> chaotic, but yeah, but it's. I think it's less it's chaotic because yeah.
1: Final Space revolves around the union. And the Union is a diplomatic political... Oh, you mean the Orville, right? Sorry, the Orville, my bad, yeah. The Orville revolves around the Union, and it's a diplomatic political entity in the galaxy. That's why everything has been more order than something like this. Yeah. This, you're following a group of outlaws. Yeah. Following an idiot. I mean, yes... Orville also has, like, idiot characters, but yes. none, I guarantee you and assure you, as idiotic as Gary
0: Goodspeed. <laughs> yeah, but I love that so much. I mean, I, I just love the fact that we are in an age where we get to watch Orville, something like what you just mentioned. Yeah. And at the same time, you get to watch like a drama-filled science fiction fantasy kind of show like Final Space drama comedy 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 yeah Yeah. and you you get all
1: the flavors of sci-fi goodness yeah
0: it's oh my goodness it's fantastic
1: you get something super serious like discovery you get picard Mm, which is even more so yeah and then you get stuff like orville that kind of gaps the difference and then final space which is just like i mentioned earlier in the episode balls to the
0: wall insane crazy comedy exactly and uh yeah i think oh man we should be talking about space stuff i just remember there's still there's literally a, Space a, a force. massive <laughs> a massive
1: expanse out there of space. Exactly, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But
0: this all due
1: to the comedic, brilliant, genius mind of Olin Rogers. Oh yeah. And his voice acting as well. But we'll get into that at the end. Yeah. But he is just one really I don't w I want to stray away from the word talented because I think he is he had, was he had talent to begin with, but he put a lot of effort into his craft. And I, I think there like very few can compare to a person like Olin Rogers in terms of in his field.
0: Something that I would like to say first about him as well, mm-hmm. uh, just to just add on what you said. Yep, is that I think his heart is in the show. I think that's definitely. where you can feel it definitely. In terms of emotion, in terms of having his heart on the sleeve, you know yeah. what I'm saying. If you, it's, it's him. If you've ever yeah. seen
1: Olin Rogers on any of his social medias, you would see that he is a very very energetic very caring person is, especially yeah. when he talks about Final Space yeah and when it came up to its cancellation at the end of last well the mid of last year it really sucked you could see it impacted him so so tremendously
0: yeah okay we'll talk about all that later on yep for now stay tuned for that yeah stay tuned for that for now let's jump to the series and the first question I'm gonna ask you Ned what do you think of this series
1: ooh this is a very why? big question yeah it's a very very big question first of all um if you are the first time listening to this podcast thank you for listening welcome mm-hmm. to the polity and i'm sorry for what about you're about to hear because <laughs> as always i apologize if you are if you have listened to us before welcome back why but no in <laughs> all seriousness when it comes to if you are I've never listened to us before I'm going to say it again animated series is my preferred medium of enjoying media any kind of media out there it can be whether it be it comics whether it be it on video or by text or by music or anything and an animated series is my is is my jam uh, it's my bread and butter it's all the carbs and condiments you can imagine <laughs> that is what that is what I like Right, animated series and when i first discovered the or not the oval when i first discovered final space i was so curious to see what it was like because i always like watching the old school the like original series like the uh, star trek the animated star trek okay i've always wanted i always loved watching space related sci-fi comedy dramas anything in an animated platform and as such, when I first heard about Final Space, I was very, very interested in watching it. Yeah. This was way back in like 2018. Yeah. When it first came out. Yep. And when I watched it the first season, because it was on Netflix, I binged it all in one shot. It it took me a day mm-hmm. to watch this 10 episodes of show. And it, was, it just blew my mind. The first season encompasses so many things. There's action. There's thriller. It's... There's comedy, there's drama. Your heart just goes out to the character Gary Goodsby. You know, he is that idiot in your class that you just want to... Like, everybody loves, and you just want to see succeed. Yeah. That is that, and he is the main character, and he is the heart, soul, and everything revolves around him in this series. Yeah. And you get a very good grasp of what he's like in the first season. Yeah. And the best thing about this show is that it is consistent. Because they don't make him smarter as the show progresses, <laughs> yes they don't make him <laughs> no it, they don't they don't make him like he's just as ridiculous and stupid in the last episode uh-huh. as he is in the first episode, yep, and that the consistency is amazing, considering you you factor in his character growth, yeah. Because he is still the same person at his core, but he had a very good character progression throughout the three seasons. His his emotional state changes quite a bit. Yeah, his emotional yeah. intelligence expanded so much because of Quinn as well. Of course, yeah. And you get to see other characters develop their story, like Avogadro. Oh, yeah. And definitely. Lil' Gato as well. Yeah. And even
0: Ash. Yeah,
1: Ash. It's so... Every single one of them, their characters are so well-written. It really shows that Olin Rogers... Cares so much about the characters in his show, and I absolutely love every single bit of it. What about you?
0: Yeah, now that the question's being thrown back at me, I recognize <laughs> how big a question it was. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing come to my head is a pendulum of emotion, right? Definitely um, roller coaster, something roller say. coaster, pendulum, whatever is it's crazy and uh, I remember watching the show I I think it's one of those shows where I think you told me hey Final Space is on Netflix but it's one of those shows where you didn't watch first I think we watched it about the same time together about the same time yeah because I don't remember you like watch it and like Stephen you have to watch this I told you
1: about it. I said, I said, yeah. hey, check out this show Final Space. Yeah. It's a show about space in like uh, animated in yeah. space. Then I watched it. Then you watched it. Yeah, yeah. But because I, don't re- I watched not watch it in a day. Yeah,
0: but, but I don't remember you. You don't know, like some of the shows. You will be oh like, because I, oh, yeah, most I of can't the time watch it, yeah. most of the time when I tell you
1: watch something you don't watch it. So <laughs> I just like yeah, I just like okay whatever. Since I, back then, <laughs> since way back then, man. And I always remember like loving the show and having nobody to talk about
0: it. I see, I see. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but I, I'm like, oh my goodness. The whole emotion roller, emotional rollercoaster is not in a bad sense, but it's really in a crazy, crazy good sense where... I just realized we're wearing the same color t-shirt. Oh, yeah. I just realized <laughs> that too. Sorry, I don't mean to yeah. interrupt. Please carry on. That's okay, that's okay. We are Maroon too. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so I think the craziest part of this emotion is like you can get into a really sad moment, and the next second, you just throw in a comedic relief. That is the craziest bit of comedic relief. Is and then insane. your emotions just, you know, spike. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it really sends
1: you, it, it goes from like the peak to the to the dip immediately. Yeah. And it flips, flops back and forth masterfully.
0: Yeah. And I think a bit like yours. Okay. Maybe I didn't like, in the sense, profess in the sense like, oh yeah. Animated is the way to go kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But for this show, it's perfect. Too. Yeah. yeah. I think because there's so many parts of sci-fi kind of show that I think is being portrayed very nicely in this show. Yeah, for, um, of course. From the end, from yeah, the amount of ships, the space, the space, the when they light fall, yeah, and, and all in, the space fights, every single thing, is, and even like other creatures, speci- spe- uh, especially because I gods, think if, right? I think if if it's like live action, mm-hmm. someone like Bolo will not no. look well.
1: It, it's, it won't be as impressive.
0: Yeah, and even someone like maybe the Lord Commander will not look as... Uh, yeah, he will just look like a wimpy little dimp. Although that was the effect, but yeah, even with a nice... Uh, even with be the best costumes, I don't think it will have that effect that yeah. we have right now. I mean, I'm yeah. picturing
1: like Lord of the Rings level Gollum mm. CGI, which yeah. is so expensive anyway. Yeah. So they probably wouldn't even be able to exactly do that, but I don't think it will hit as hard. Yeah. And I, I don't think I will appreciate... This story being told in that medium as much, agree because yeah. of its absurd comedy in it. Yeah. I feel animated suits this perfectly. Yeah,
0: and you can get to see I don't know the express the crazy expression mm-hmm. from all yeah. these characters because they're, they're animated, right? Precisely. Yeah, uh, but I think in terms of that's just in terms of the emotion. The other part is the adventure itself. Mm. You have the whole hero's journey for Gary. Yep. In terms of like emotional side and uh he's he's him becoming a leader as well. Mm-hmm. And then you get all the amazing character other characters that you mentioned already. But at the same time, you also get to see, I don't know, all sorts of space from being a prisoner to being yeah. on Earth back home. Yep. To going to through space. Through space to different alien planets. To uh, all the way to. And of course, final, space, final space. And yeah. then back to our space. Yep. Yeah. So wow. I, I don't know. It's it's such an adventure, right? And in terms of shows that have its name the final destination destination of final space I'm so glad they do it they do it also in three seasons because there's another show that I watched where the title they took them 25 more than 25 years just to get into the title oh what is that oh Uh, I
1: wonder (laughs)
0: one might wonder yeah one might wonder what (laughs) a little piece of that might be (laughs) yeah but three seasons you get into final space and you get out you realize that's a freaking dangerous place to be yeah exactly I don't know. I love the whole adventure portion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I, I call it like a, it's like a science theme fantasy story. Yeah. I would yeah. With sci-fi elements. Yeah. Yeah. And I love the sci-fi elements uh, bringing that up, right? yeah, I mean, Just like all the sci-fi elements in this single story. Yeah. I love that so much. Like, for example, mm-hmm. the
1: AI in this show. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It's so well fleshed out because everybody thinks AI, do you think of, like, if you're a fan of DC, you watch Legends of Tomorrow, you think it's like that, yep. you know, that very futuristic, very well polished, hello, you know, yeah, that man. yeah. But AI in this show has <laughs> evolved so much so that they can give you people, they give you characters like Kevin. <laughs> yeah. The whole reason <laughs> Kevin is there is just, it's like an insanity companion. Yeah. supposed to be an insanity companion, someone who is chipper who keeps you upbeat so that you don't go crazy. Yeah. But it's they didn't factor they didn't factor in that this is probably the most annoying thing you want <laughs> when you're being isolated. Yeah. If you watch the movie Lightyear, spoilers for Lightyear by the way, mm-hmm. he also has a emotional insanity companion, but that comes in the form of a cat, which oh. is so much better not because Kevin not Kevin Kevin's the worst man <laughs> I freaking really hate Kevin but I really love Kevin yeah I <laughs> love Kevin to be too. <laughs> honest I love Kevin whenever he eat, like even in the first episode if I remember correctly him just taking the cookie and like kind of taunting Gary and just shoving it into his yeah. mouth when he doesn't even
0: eat man yeah.
1: he doesn't even have a mouth he just smashes it into his face and Gary gets so pissed off because why wouldn't you be yeah. and Gary wants all Gary wanted was to get the cookie yeah exactly
0: <laughs> you know speaking of AI I think I think even Hugh and Ava is so well thought out yeah, as well. Yeah, like, and it's two different kinds of yeah, intelligent AI Exactly, as well. And, you know, we, people say that, okay, the show makes Kevin like really this annoying and insanity kind of robot. But I think Hugh is quite a, a psychopath himself. Yeah. I mean, Hugh is the one that's preventing Gary from taking Escaping. the cookie. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah, that's right. In the very beginning, Hugh purposely torn Gary yeah. with the cookies and then prevented Gary from eating the cookies yeah. and only giving the cookie to Kevin. Yeah. Dude, that guy is...
1: Hugh is this thick. I know, wait, well, here's the thing. G- Gary is supposed to be facing punishment.
0: Yes, of course.
1: Because he destroyed, like, what, 80 or 20- something? 92. 92 ships and everything. So, yeah. he's That's why he's facing five years in space. But not the emotional and mental torture from these robots. I mean you don't know what it's like in there. I mean on our, based on our sensibilities, yes, it's quite horrible. But I think in this setting especially, that is the perfect way you can do it. A sadistic uh, AI. I love that so much. And every single know. instance of an yeah. of like a of of like an AI or a um of or like some mm. kind of yep. robot or like a robot or something that is out of the norm and more sadistic and more kind of rude or crude in a way, I love. So, Hugh, big fan of Hugh. Yeah. I think it was um, Tars in uh-huh. um, Tars? Yeah, Tars in that. Christopher Nolan, Interstellar. Oh, okay. Also, was sarcastic and had like oh, the really? joke, the humor part, and then just. I remember. It was so okay. It really, I I rewatched it like maybe a month ago, a month and yeah. a half ago. It's really good on every watch, right? Because you forget the the comedic effect of like an AI. I that, see. Okay. Like AI, oh the norm Bender from Futurama. Oh yeah, amazing K two S O. Yeah. From Star Wars Rogue yep. One. Yeah. Uh, another, another like robot that is out of the norm not the polished very well planned he, like hugh as well follows kind of a similar grain you know they don't they're not there just to aid and help they do things for them For they
0: have their own agenda
1: and they fulfill it as well that's what ai should be honestly speaking
0: yeah i i really like that yeah and in terms of sadistic uh ai i'm so glad it doesn't go all the way to like i don't know i mean we, we, we have enough of the terminators and uh yeah, and uh, Skynet, Skynet, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, or even in Discovery. I'm just saying, actually I'm saying control, control, control. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Star Trek Discovery yeah. season three, I think season three. Spoilers, oh, season two, two. Yeah, yeah. Spoilers. Oh yeah, spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> that's why he said sorry from the very beginning. Yep. Yeah. So it's my turn to say sorry for that. <laughs> so I'm just wondering. Okay, what do you have any some of your favorite moments from the three seasons? Okay. <laughs> we can take the n- jumping around this favorite moments.
1: So again. I don't have I, I don't really have like any particular favorite moment in
0: specific. Uh-huh. But or episode maybe. N-
1: again, if also not other, very right? every yeah. single one of it I think of as like a one bulb, like a okay. bulk of amazingness. But whenever Gary is screaming, <laughs> whenever he gets shocked or something, he goes, ah, ah, ah,
2: <laughs> It's just
1: that's one of my favorite moments every time. And like when was it Avocado who ripped his arm off? No, Lord Commander. Lord Commander ripped his arm yeah. off le- uh, so and then he bled all over Lord Commander. Yeah. He's like, Oh, dude, what are you doing? That's my freaking arm. Yeah. I need that arm. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to kill you. <laughs> I'm going to kill you. Yeah. Whenever he flips out, I just... Oh, that is so... Olin Rogers doing that. Yeah. It's just <laughs> so amazing. Have you ever seen a recording of Olin Rogers doing the voiceover? I have actually. Oh, you got to go look that up. That is just so ridiculously amazing. Well, you've seen Olin Rogers like talk about final space before right yes it's essentially you can see you can see the (laughs) influence of gary it's deep within you he has that manic kind of happiness that like you think of in like a puppy or something like that yeah and then you amplify and you put adult sensibilities into it and then you get gary Goodspeed. oh man and so yeah anytime (laughs) any anything like this whenever gary flips out that's my favorite and also his his very justifiable hatred of Kevin. Sorry, was that again? His very justifiable
0: hatred of Kevin. Oh, yeah. It's just Kevin is so annoying. Man. Oh, my goodness. It reminds me of that moment in the first season where everything was going to shit, everybody was dying, and then Gary's... Like, all his friends were... A lot of people were dying because the Lord Commander went to attack Earth. Yep, yep. And Gary was there fighting with the some of the forces trying to survive. So many people died. Yep. Everybody was blown away. And then you get to see a broken up Kevin across the yeah. window and yeah. you get <laughs> finally at the climax of season and one you get to see Gary, Gary will, yeah, Exactly. and then he look, like oh my god I haven't st- uh, uh, you're finally you, you, no, no here's you, why, what is they, it? They, they it? they lead yeah. you to think that like he, he finally so sad and yeah.
1: lose Kevin like oh my god oh my goodness I can't believe it yeah. Kevin <laughs> your mangled body here it just brings me so much joy! (laughs) And then he just, he just gets, he just starts celebrating and then Kevin comes back to life. And he's like, oh! (laughs) Yeah, every single absurd little detail between of the, like the relationship between Kevin and Gary, that is
0: the best. That is like comedy genius. And they always put it in like in the moments where people think it's the climax. That's why, you mentioned earlier, right? this show is one of the shows where the twists and turns are so impactful like this. Yeah. It's
1: like a, Absolute 180 twist. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, it just turns you, flips you around, and then you you're lost a little bit, and then you don't know where to go, and then they lead you to the other thing. I will say that might not appeal to everyone. I agree. Yeah. It can get a bit tiresome. Yeah. Some parts in season two they did that and it's a bit tiresome.
0: Yeah, I guess. Even so, yeah. I
1: felt even I felt it, but I still love it so mm. much. But when like season one did it perfectly, masterfully. Yeah, yep. Season three did it really good as really, well. Yeah. Season two was the weakest out of the three, but it's still really amazing. Season it's,
0: 2, though, have some of my favourite Precisely. Episode, I was just about to yeah. say,
1: like, it, like, season 2, even though some of those were a bit more jarring, the season itself is still, like, even though I feel it is the lowest ranked amongst the three, it is still, like, a 90 out of 100, <laughs> and, when, and when the rest are, like, 98 yeah. and 97, yeah. that kind of thing, you know?
0: Yeah. Speaking of season 2, one of my favourite moments, or rather, episode is, uh, there's this episode where... Little Carl. Yeah. uh, The ship got hit by this... Time wormhole. No, it's not wormhole. It's It's like a
1: gravity kind of... Yeah. yeah.
0: And then you get to see... Little Carl kind of live 60 years by himself. Yep. Oh my goodness. That episode was so good. So Uh, tragic though. It's tragic. But it's so sci-fi, right? Yeah. Him
1: bringing up the hologram of his of avocado yeah. and talking to him yeah. then like you're like oh shit that's so tragic that's so sad he lost his father and he's just talking to him through a hologram then like 2 minutes later you realize he is the one inputting the words and then the computer just speaking it out that's ev- like you hit them with tragedy and then you hit them with the
0: double tragedy you know yeah and That is it's so sad man and if you think about it he invented that machine yeah that's right because that machine does not exist and he probably used whatever sca- spare it, part to you, make no that. you
1: find out in the it, if I'm not mistaken that episode right in the beginning portion of that episode you see he is already kind of formulating that tech
0: oh right
1: and then you see six years later this is the kind of thing six that he's developed yeah. this is the kind of thing he developed it yeah. and never further because that's all he needs yeah. And it was kind of his fault that they flew into the gravity well. I guess kind so, of thing. yeah. So that's why he felt the guilt and he eventually became, he was the one leading the... Yeah. The, that, that party. The, team, that, yeah, that the yeah. team, yeah. But it's
0: so crazy that he lived this double life. I mean, like, he lived the whole 60 years but he came back to the, his body because it's like a different, I don't know, split time yeah, zone the, kind of... They, how they
1: explained it was when the two timelines merged yeah each character retains the I don't know if it's each character but definitely at least Locarto retained the memories of and the 60 a- everything years yeah. of the 60 years and just shoved back into the body of Lokato at that moment yeah yeah which I mean it makes sense yeah think about Doctor Who as well like Rory when he was no longer the Centurion he yeah. still remembered from what happened when he was a Centurion. So yeah, and when
0: timelines when timelines merge, weird things happen. Yeah, and I think that was definitely. I don't know. I just love all this sci-fi bits. Yeah, uh, I love like this. Like, okay, so another moment that I mm. really
1: loved was when, because they eventually go get to the point. This is, yeah. Okay, this is the spoiler, zone, so I just have to remember. Okay when they eventually get to the point where Lil Gato recognizes Avocado and Gary as his
0: two dads.
1: Oh, yeah. I love that episode. That yeah. is such a great and amazing moment. Yep. And then when they all were in the same spaceship together, everybody was trying to shoo Avocado away because I think Quinn and Gary were trying to get it on. Mm-hmm. And Avocado was, um, I think he was, he wasn't he wasn't there because this was the period where they thought Avocado was dead. Mm. Early season three, I think. And, or like, maybe episode 3 or 4, and then you get the conversation between Logato and Cheryl.
0: Oh, no. Avocado is just around. He just wasn't there. So right, he, was okay. just, he was just around. He's already back. I think Avocado I, came back in season 2. Okay, okay, maybe. Yeah. Because end of season 2, they get to Final Space. Yeah, the whole season right. 3 okay. is in Final Space.
1: Mm, was
0: it? Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. And season 3, end of season 3, yeah. they finally got back. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I love that conversation. Yes. Because of like just oh hey, so it's kind of like you're my grandma. Uh, never call me that. Yeah, and it's just that whole conversation,
0: just makes it so good. Yeah, that was a season three has so much of this emotional beats. I don't know, um, like from the grand calling. Finally, uh, Cheryl accepted uh Little Gado as his her grandson. Yeah, because later by- on the episode there was a build up for the like last few episode, right? Where yeah, she yep. was kidnapped by Ash. Yep, that's right. And then that was said- the,
1: that was the episode. Oh, I, I think you was meant the, the one before. No, no, that was the episode oh, right. that happened.
0: Oh, it's, it's all within the same episode. Yeah. So right, at the okay. end of it,
1: after they kind of like that, just at that conversation where they're like, oh, so what should I call you then? Because she doesn't want to be called grandma. Mm-hmm. So like, I think it, it became Grandmaster Speed or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I think so, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. And then she finally kind of connects with Lil Gato and then Lil Gato gets kidnapped by Ash. Yeah. Because Ash wants her little brother. Yeah. And that's where they all go chase after Lil Gato. Yeah. And I remember Cheryl saying, let's go get my grandson back. Yep. That was an amazing moment as well. That was a really good build up as well. Yeah. Because I mean, Cheryl is not the most sentimental. You could see that. She's not. Yeah. Because you see the way that Gary brought up. Gary has mentioned before as well. She wasn't the best mother. She was a criminal, you know? Yeah. And now her trying to foster that relationship with Gary and Lil Gato, just amazing.
0: Yeah. Oh my god. I remember those episodes were really good. I really enjoyed the relationship, that whole two fathers. Yeah. Uh, or Yeah. And the fact that Gary just accepted this role as a yeah, father exactly. to Little Caro. I mean, he, he, he's an <laughs> idiot. so. <laughs> but Avocado is equally an idiot as well. Yeah. But in different ways. <laughs> These, different That's ways. why they're yeah. so
1: awesome together. Yeah. Really, it's really awesome together.
0: Uh, that season two, I, I love the conversation he had with Ash because of Gary oh sorry avocado or Gary uh, Gary Gary okay. Ash because I think Ash was really in bad shape early on uh, where because her brother died right that was season 3 yeah season 3 yeah, yeah. I'm saying about season 3 oh you meant you said season 2 oh sorry season 3 yep. yeah I really like in season 3 where yeah that was the episode before the one we just mentioned yes exactly or maybe 2 before yeah and yeah. I think Fox died Fox, uh, Fox died and then uh, her Gat, sister died yes her sister died mm-hmm. and Gary had to talk to her yep And I think that conversation was so emotional in the sense that Gary was, yeah, Gary's an idiot, but he knows what the right thing to say. I think he just apologized to her. Mm -hmm. And then I think it might be the same episode, actually. No, I think slightly before because after. Because she went crazy. She went berserk. Is this the end of the episode? Because she went berserk. And then then the next episode, she went again. Yeah, okay. This is is the end of the episode because during that episode, she ran out of the ship and met that creature, which we still don't know what creature that is. Yeah. The stupid space thing, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That but, she became a friend of, and then she mm-hmm. came back, and then she's ready to listen. And Gary just kind of apologizes, yeah. Yeah, and that was just, I don't know, that was really maybe it's just the build up itself. Like when we are saying it right now, the effect wasn't there. But of the, course, yeah, with the with the amazing piano piece that they have, yeah, uh, exactly. It's it's just like I don't know. It just created that moment for the, each one of the characters. I also like the the spider-looking thing. What are they called? arachnitex. Arachnitex. Yep. From Architects, Yeah. You know? Yeah.
1: How did I remember that?
0: I have, no, I have no idea. It
1: was like such a small role, but it's amazing,
0: the Arachnetex. yeah What's the guy's name? That like, Jerry, is it? Yes. Like, think shut up, so. Jerry. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, even little comedic moments like that. And I think, <laughs> yeah... There's so many things about this show that it's just are, right in the arena text
1: as well, like fun like it's it's voiced by John DiMaggio and Phil Lamar. Oh okay. so they are major voice actors. Okay. They've they, they have, they have had roles on stuff like Simpsons and especially Futurama. I see okay. they've, they've they've been yeah. doing animated yeah. voiceover since the nineties. So yeah, whenever I hear their voices, I immediately perk up. Um, John John DiMaggio, is also the voice of Bender, he's the voice of Jake the Dog in Adventure Time. Okay, and it's, it's just insane. We'll get into that later.
0: Yeah. Okay. Now I want to ask you: Do you have any favorite character? Yeah, I definitely do have a
1: favorite character. So, <laughs> for me, the very my favorite character Gary aside. Uh uh-huh, Yeah. Aside because, from
0: Gary. Yeah. I mean, Gary is the main character. Yeah. Right? I
1: love that stupid yeah. Gary. Like it's just insanely amazing. But Gary aside, I think my favorite character is Tribor. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) He's the main
0: character of the side story. Yes, he is the main (laughs) character of the side
1: story. When you have a tangent, you need somebody there. Who is going to be there?
0: I'll be there. I'll be the one
1: doing all the cool shit for the (laughs) rhythm. It's just, he's so cool, man. Tribor is so amazing. Yeah. (laughs) I love Tribor so much. Every single time he pops up on the screen, I go, Ugh. Here we go. Yeah, <laughs> I get, I get that. I groan and then I'm excited immediately. Mm-hmm. I love it so much, man. I Especially think... like when they when he flashed back to how he became triborn oh, yeah. and how he, he he had all the all the resistance on his side and everything, and uh-huh. how he became like a leader of the rebellion or the resistance. I can't yeah. remember. And then it just develops into the whole side story is just amazing.
0: Is it the one he started off in the saloon? Market.
1: Oh, no. Okay. He was in the market and then somebody was asking him to do something and then he just arguing with the store owner. They were asking him to rebel against like the- Oh, that's the final space. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. When they were asking him to rebel against the government. Yeah. And then he was like, why do I have to rebel? Like, oh, we don't rebel on Tuesdays. That kind of thing. It's just (laughs) every single thing about him is so ridiculous. Yeah. And subsequently after that, out of nowhere, you realize he's pregnant. Oh, yeah. And he gave birth to Cuatro Nostro. Yep. It's just, and Cuatro Nostro has a deep Hispanic... He speaks yeah. in Spanish and yeah. has a Hispanic accent. That's just wildly absurd. And I have no idea that I wanted to see this in sci-fi. <laughs> yeah. But when I watched it, everything just felt
0: so right. I love the explanation they give also. Yeah. It's got like, so someone like, wait, he, why does he speak ch- uh, Spanish? Oh, and yeah. then and why not? Yeah, exactly. Like, why not? Really? It's like the, the coolest, like, I can't remember the exact line but it's Yeah. But here's the thing. It's
1: not so weird because Tribor's full name is Tribor Menendez. Oh, yeah. So, why not? Why not Quaternostro speak Spanish? Yeah. But he only speaks Spanish though. <laughs> Which is so amazing. Yeah. And look, as ridiculous and stupid, like, I've said this many times, I think. I've definitely said it to you many times, but I don't know if I've ever said it on the record yeah. but never mess with stupid characters.
0: I think you mentioned this in yeah on the summer episode, yeah. You will never win. Exactly, yeah.
1: When you come when it, when it comes to people like for example, um One Punch Man. Uh-huh. Saitama will always win no matter what. <laughs> when, it, when it's just stupid characters are too powerful. They have to be for comedic purposes. Exactly. So when yeah. it comes to Tribor and Quattro Nostro Of course, they're going to beat everybody because they are the comedic relief. Yeah. They're amazing.
0: Yeah, when the world. I mean, yeah, you're right. Yeah. That's why he's my favorite character. Man, that's. Gary aside, who's your favorite character? Exactly. Man, Tribal was a good choice. Yeah. Amazing (laughs) choice. Didn't have to think very long. Just (laughs) an immediate. Well, mine is Kevin. Uh, oh no! <laughs> wow, okay, you know I really <laughs>
1: like Kevin a lot. I do. So. I really, really love it because it's comedic relief. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. he's so amazing at it. And Fred Armisen, such a fantastic job.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I I think in terms of just watching the show, will be avocado, uh, avocado, avocado. Yeah, avocado, yeah. Uh, I think the relationship we had with Gary is amazing. Yeah, it is. And his character is written in a very cool way. Mm-hmm. The way he dies, like you know, yeah. you just take basically all the most, the most generic. Hero, kind yeah, of, a, yeah, uh, script from everywhere else, and then you just put it on this guy, and so blatantly, he's you know, he's going to exactly. play that role, and yeah, yeah, that's it. And but they even turned it uh, around, yeah, it yeah turned it around. J, exactly, yeah,
1: when when you realize between him and the king and queen, yeah, oh, what well, I did not expect that. I, I did not expect and that. I mean, like, it's just, I thought this should <laughs> every time I think this show is just a stupid comedy, it throws out something like that
0: yeah and I mean Holland Rogers is a genius when it comes to writing emotion because yeah. or even like having the empathy on each one of these character because for example Avocado killed his own species yeah all his species genocide yeah. genocide and little Gato isn't even his son yeah I don't even know how you come off, come off this kind of uh, yeah, man. premise yeah man it's insane and how you create a character that somehow from doing a genocide Suddenly gaining a consciousness mm-hmm. in that like, I don't know, split second and then decided to be, oh yeah, that's a very believable backstory. Yeah, exactly. And somehow you're pulling that off. It's because so, yeah. it's
1: because Gato did the eyes, you know? Yeah, <laughs> Remember exactly. when Avocado was teaching Gary, yeah. you got to do it too much, too little, <laughs> it's just right. <laughs> that's yeah, one of my favorite stupid. moments actually. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever there's something <laughs> stupid like this, it just sticks in my mind because he's a freaking cat. it's like you know that (laughs) that Puss in Boots kind of like eyes just the the contract contract, expand (laughs) amazing yeah definitely Avogado is up there man so yeah I think Tribor is my favourite ridiculous nonsense Uh character and I but I really love the character of Ash oh because of the story yeah yeah. I mean on the flip side but every stupid thing needs a balance a counterbalance every Saitama has his Gero is it his name who? Genos. Genos, yeah. Yeah. Every Saitama has a Genos. Yeah. Every every Tribor has an Ash. I see. Yeah, I guess so. And yeah. her story is so tragic. Yeah, she and has you the... know, And you know, I love tragic backstories. I guess so. <laughs> but her tragedy is still happening. Yeah. It's very, I mean, yeah. But it's just... It's, it's done so well.
0: It's written so well. Yeah. But speaking of Ash... Mm-hmm any memorial antagonist that you like oh my goodness this is amazing I mean all throughout Lord Commander yeah of course any of your favourite yeah Lord Commander Lord Commander
1: because he is also equal parts scary Mm -hmm. and equal parts ridiculous there yeah, are some I portions the Gary. of it, Yeah. <laughs> the Gary. You know, it's just. <laughs> my name is just Gary. The Gary. <laughs> Bring me the Gary. <laughs> it's just every single. Th- and like his voice is so amazing. Oh, as well. I, I mean, well. I mean, yeah. For, I mean, you you know. well, you know, my, my catchphrase uh, yeah. is only Alan Z, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but beyond that, you see his backstory as well. Mm, yes. He was he was his dad's co-pilot. Joe, was it? No. John, was it?
0: No, John is his dad. Yeah. John is, Goodspeed. Yeah, John, John Goodspeed like, is the assistant. Yeah. Uh, oh, are uh, you talking about um,
1: Lock Commander? Command, I can't Real remember name. his name. I really can't remember. his Of course oh it's always just Lock Commander. Too. Yeah, yeah. Terry? No. I don't I know. So. Yeah. I just can't remember. But yeah, you get to see his backstory and it's just so amazing. Like, I mean, okay, I don't know. Maybe some of you might have seen it from a mile away, but it's not what you expect. You know? And you're seeing him in that Jack. Oh, Jack, Jack. Yeah. yeah. I know, so
0: it's Jake. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So
1: seeing him like that, and he wasn't a bad dude. Yeah. He was just touched by Invictus, right? Exactly. He yeah. was corrupted by Invictus. Exactly, yeah. He was a good dude. He was part of the Infinity Guard. He was a co pilot of John. Yeah. Like, everything is just. So, sorry, shout out, John. Oh. <laughs> not the same John but still shout out John anyway <laughs> but you see it's that kind of like you understand why the Lord Commander is the way he is yeah and carrying on the story to season 3 when Evictus tried to pull a fast one on him he wouldn't have it yeah he went on to try and get his his what was it called the form that Titan Titan form yeah he wanted to become a Titan he did and become a did Titan he did become yeah. a Titan because by hook or by crook he gets what he wants yeah And that is all the corruption that Invictus had to do with him. Yeah. So you see, it also applies to Ash.
0: Yeah. What
1: kind of corrupted person would she have been if they hadn't kind of...
0: Actually, to be honest, Invictus is all the reason why the corruption happens. He is the big evil. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, Jack was like, become Lord Commander looking yeah. for Final Space because Precisely. of, Invictus, I guess, yeah. influence from yeah. Invictus. Precisely. He went crazy. He almost died. I mean, he kind of died. He did die looking
1: for... The Invictus brought him back. Yeah.
0: I think, yeah. But his body was breaking down in the mm-hmm. end last episode and yep. yet he's still crazy. It's, he's no longer looking for himself. He's looking for like, more than whatever it is. No, because it's... if I'm
1: not mistaken, his body was breaking down. He didn't care because Invictus promised him a body of a titan.
0: Ah, I see. Yeah, yeah. that's why. But still, Invictus kind of like corrupted him. Yeah. Like he's completely that away point. from he knows his name was Jack, but I think yeah. he didn't care. He doesn't care anymore. He's the yeah. law commander now. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I Invictus is seriously like Vecna. Yeah. He just whispers and corrupts and yeah, just whoever believes him slowly gets corrupted as well. Yeah. It's just amazing. What about <laughs> you, your favorite antagonist?
0: Okay. Strangely, at the top of my mind, I don't think it's my favorite. I think he's such a well designed antagonist but we didn't get a see a lot of him okay is the guy from Earth who dressed up in like this costume red color costume okay I know who you're
1: talking about the assassin right
0: yeah and he created this uh, cube where you can come in and then you just have fun but he's actually there to kill you yep oh my I find him really scary he is very scary because Uh,
1: at the same time he's just human he's just human those are the
0: most scary stories because
1: there can be monsters there can be beasts and like yes they're scary but you forget what
0: humans can do Exactly. And that's always the most scary story. Yeah, and that guy as a villain lived an imprint in my head. There's so, yeah. Of course, there's so many, like we mentioned, there's so many amazing villains. Even Clarence, like I really Yeah, I love her. Clarence as well. He yeah. was a
1: really good villain.
0: Yeah. He
1: was the father of Fox and Ash, right?
0: Yes, he is. Father. Adopted father. Yeah. But he is morally ambiguous, but at the core, he's still a father to these two. Yeah, a pretty good one I, okay here's oh, okay, the thing I think really he's just one,
1: out but... for self gain yeah you know he's not evil he's, he's not, just yeah. a little bit conniving yeah I guess and he's seedy and he doesn't back away from underhanded tactics
0: yeah he enjoys <laughs> yeah, he, <laughs> yeah he
1: loves underhanded and like it's so insane to me that yeah. there is a character like this that loves that, that has kind of like a perversion for these kinds of underhand tactics yeah <laughs> but at his core he's still his 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 in open in like open inverted commas, his kid's parent, his kid's he dad, he is yeah, and he was the one who opened the portal. Yes, back the final yeah, yeah, because his kids needed him. Yeah,
0: that's <sighs> just amazing. But man. he is, he was very much willing to let it, uh didn't Fox it die fail as well. though. <laughs> it, no, he managed. He he, he is like oh he got killed. He got killed in the then, process of opening it. So he was shot before. Yeah, and then there was a battle happened. Yeah, and then while everybody was fighting, he, tribal arrives. Before Tribal, because Tribal was also stuck yes. in that realm, right? Yep. But I think it was one of those dramatic moments where. No, Tribal yes, got out. Yeah, so this Clarence portion was before Tribal opened the second time. Yeah. So. Because of Clarence, tribal got out. Yes, that's right. But Clarence died because he, was, he took a shot while he was trying to open the like gate. Like a harpoon from the yeah. other guys. Yeah, Which is the, I think it's the red color yep. skin that's guy right. I was talking about. Mm-hmm. And then there was a fight that hap- that's happening. That's right. And then yes. while everyone was fighting, he was wounded and then he pressed the button. That kind of... Yeah. That was an him, amazing fight as I, well I because love,
1: yeah. you get to see all the different characters that you've seen over the past, yes. the previous two yeah. seasons yeah. come back and they were all previously antagonists yes. of Gary. Yeah. But when, when it comes to this fight, some of them were fighting for him. Yeah. For example, Clarence. Yep. Well, not really for him, but <laughs> for their team. Yeah. And there was also another guy. Was it the? Uh,
0: I can't remember. But the that guy is again. Clarence's friend, right? The the guy with the multiple arms. Yeah, 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 yeah. He has to shake hands with every single yes, one of the yes, arms yes. just to strike he's the deal. He's not
1: really Clarence. He's, he knows Clarence, but he's fighting. He got, he got
0: cheated by Clarence. Yeah, but, that,
1: <laughs> and, but also because Gary and him had a like ended off in a really good relationship. Yeah, That's why he so. came to try and help. Right, right, right. Gary yeah. and team final space. Yeah. Which is oh, it's just how do you wrap up everything so nicely in a bundle? It is it's, right. It's, uh, yeah, That's amazing storytelling.
0: Speaking of not okay, but the villain that I think another scary is obviously Invictus, mm-hmm, yeah. and not because of Invictus himself, mm-hmm. but the things that he did, like yep. bringing around like billions of undead Gary.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: oh shit! Oh my goodness, that was just so scary, man. <laughs> yeah. So I think those was just some of like amazing antagonists! all the antagonists are so so good right yeah because like okay even that the the zombie Gary's Mm, yeah
1: those were so scary man yeah like really really terrifyingly scary some of them and like you experience like the first two or three episodes just being hunted down by the zombie Gary's is ridiculous man
0: I wanna ask you something as well yep the show is filled with like sci-fi elements any of your favourite sci-fi elements being thrown in the show, right? And then you're like, oh my god, that's done so well. I mean, I shared a bit of mine earlier with all the out-of-this-world kind of characters like the Titans and uh, Arachnitex. I don't think the Titans technically think... count as a sci-fi trope. Okay, fine. I I mean, yeah, I guess... Okay, maybe that's not a sci-fi trope. Yeah. But okay, maybe, maybe not sci-fi. Okay, yeah, maybe look at sci-fi tropes that is done really well. Oh, maybe I, the one I mentioned the little Cardo. 60 years in right, the future. Yeah. For me, it's the AI, like I mentioned before. Okay, yeah. It's
1: a wide variety of flavors of AI, which it's the way it's supposed to be. Anytime a, and, uh, something becomes sentient, they're definitely bound to develop personality. Mm. And the different flavors of AI, like Ava, like Hugh, like Kevin, that is just so delicious to me. Because right. you get to flesh out AI, and AI live forever. As long as they have another body to trans- that's, trans- true, into, that's, that's true. Yeah. That's how now
0: Ava and and
1: Hugh survive. Oh, yeah. Which is amazing.
0: Yeah, I'm just reminded of the episode that is a bit disturbing. Yeah, it
1: is. <laughs> also the science behind like the lightfold and okay. everything, that is very interesting to me because obviously when you come when it comes to warp, you can't really do that. Mm-hmm. Because Star Trek has a grip on warping. I guess so, yeah. And so you have to find alternatives to that. Yeah. And light fold makes so much sense. You gather up the energy and then you use the speed light to fold space and go out through a different time, which is amazing. Yeah. Because that's technically how the Einstein-Rosen bridges are created, like a wormhole, because it is a rip between two plots of space that are actually folding upon each other. Oh, So okay. it rips yeah, through yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. the wormhole. Yeah. So technically, yeah. in uh, theoretically, that's how wormholes work. space is folded upon itself and there's a rip through space and that's how you go from like the alpha quadrant to the gamma quadrant of the galaxy yeah you know that is amazing and that's how they explain the light bulb works as well which is one way to do it and it requires a lot of research and a lot of effort to try and make it work Mm -hmm. even though it is a silly animated series and I appreciate that so much
0: right right okay yeah what are some of yours like sci-fi uh, tropes
1: or sci-fi aspects, rather.
0: I I guess for me, I I thought the the part where Gary waited sixty, you know, two years in that time, in the island alone. Which one was this? Because remember they went back to the past, and yeah. then okay, yeah. yeah, 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 They saved uh mm-hmm. Avogato. Mm-hmm. Yep, and then Gary had to kind of wait for yeah. his team to come back. Yep, Which one is year so is it? I
1: can't remember. This is the specific dates, but yeah. like I remember that episode. I love that when that happens as well. Yeah, it's always usually typically from what I've seen in like the comedy sci-fi series, they will send the robot. AI cat. right. Yeah, yeah. I did they, it with Isaac uh, uh, in yeah. Orville, or they did with Bender and Futurama, and they were just they'll they'll fine. They won't. And they just spoiler
0: wait. is TNG is data. Yeah, so, exactly.
1: Yeah. They'll just wait out the. Yeah. Usually it's like a thousand years or whatever. Yeah. And then they'll be fine because the AI. Yep. But <laughs> this one was different. They said the human
0: back. Yep, and he did nothing for two years. <laughs> yeah, because he's scary, man. <laughs> what else would he do? What else do you expect yeah. him to do? Uh, I also like the, like, self-fulfilling prophecy with, oh my god, I suddenly forgot her name. Night... Nightfall. Night, Nightfall? Yeah, Nightfall. Queen, right? Night, Nightfall, yeah, Nightfall, yeah. yeah. Like, Queen becomes yeah. a Nightfall yep. in the season That's 3. That's very true, yeah. I love that because you get to see, we always ask the question, oh, this is a future Nightfall, uh, Queen, and, how did she become that like mm-hmm. that? And we never really get to know the backstory. And then when
1: it, you see it playing out,
0: yeah, I loved it when that yeah. happens.
1: Uh, comparison I'll draw to this is the British TV series called Misfits, mm. where characters get superhero like get superpowers because of some event or something like this. Yep. And one character comes back through time, yeah, and he's like this super crazy. He's like a ninja, yeah. all dressed in like covered from head to toe, and he does like super parkour, crazy shit, and saves people. Then. He reveals his face. It is the most useless nerdy person who is currently alive. What? Yeah, and then, oh. so then they then the ninja guy dies, and then he said, "I knew, always knew I was gonna die because I remember seeing a version of myself come back and dying in front of my eyes." Oh shit! So you see, this guy being the nerdy weak guy has to train and become the become the ninja guy. And then he gets sent back. Oh my! Yeah, God. That's he gets tragic, sent back to man. try and save his girlfriend. That's why. Shit! That's tragic. So it's tragic. a cycle. Yeah. It's a constant loop that will yeah. always happens. Yeah. And that character was played by Ewan Rion, who is um, ooh, in oh Ramsey Bolton. Oh, so of he's that guy. Okay, right. Yeah. 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 That's why I love him. Like he was yeah, able to yeah. play the wimpy bastard so well. Oh really? And then he plays the asshole that you want to strangle to death. Really in well. Game yeah. Of yeah. So yeah, he's an amazing actor. Oof. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's, amazing. That, that's another trope that I love so yeah. much that I think will be impossible to pull off in like a DD setting. Yeah. But we'll get to that. Of in course, more, yeah, yeah.
0: Definitely. Yeah. And I think the last one that I really, really like is the revelation of there are many Garys from multiple space yeah. all ended up in final space. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, that's they all, obviously... try, all
1: they all try and save Quinn.
0: Except, yeah, only this Gary that we are watching yep. allows Quinn. Yep. To go. Yep. It's oh, the difference maker. Yeah. That's all I it takes though. One one thing to change. Yeah, but it's a bit like, oh man, okay, spoiler for Matrix, like this happens like there's so many news over the years, and every time it's just a like, repeat and only this yeah. time around something slightly marginally yeah. changed, yep. and that causes a big change in the whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a very sci-fi thing which I always feel very like, oh man, so tragic and yeah. so depressing, but pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Matrix. The one. More like the next one, right? <laughs> Technically it's the next one, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Or might be the last one. Ho- hopefully. Hopefully. Oh maybe definitely not actually, because they were thinking of doing rebooting the thing, it, yeah. but the movie tanked, so
1: Oh, I didn't watch. Don't I didn't watch it either, that's why it tanked. <laughs> because nobody can be bothered to watch it. Yeah. The reviews were horrible and nobody else wanted to watch it. So I think they scrapped it. Yeah. Yeah. Take the money that they would have done the trilogy with the Matrix and give it to Olin Rogers. Man. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> give him a few more seasons. Yeah, and all these producers will be earning at least earning a lot
0: more money, right? I yeah, suppose. and not only
1: that. The, I mean, like I guess now is the best a good time to mention it. This series doesn't get an ending because it was mm. cancelled at season three. Unfortunately, this story doesn't get to be told to the finish. However, Olin Rogers start had well not Olin Rogers. Someone kick started. A campaign because Olin Rogers had the idea oh, to finish off the uh, the story in a movie. Oh, it's not uh Olin Rogers. I think it wasn't. It? I I think he ran it eventually. But oh, but
0: the idea wasn't from Olin
1: Rogers himself. Yeah, I don't think so. I think someone told him to do it, and then he eventually like, okay, let's try, mm-hmm. and then it got funded by like five hundred and thirty percent or something like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the movie to try to try and wrap up the story of Final Space is I think it's well on the way. I really hope it's going to happen. There has, I mean, been, there
0: has have to be something. I've been before. trying
1: to look, but Olin Rogers himself hasn't updated it yet. Uh, hasn't okay. had any updates, but it's an animation. Yeah. So the process will probably take quite a while. Right, right, right. Me, personally, Nathaniel here, thinking is that the earliest we'll see it will be 2025. I see, I see. That's the earliest we'll see it, probably. I mean,
0: it doesn't matter for me as long as this show gets finished. Yeah, I, I will happy. be there. I will
1: be there watching it, no yeah. matter what platform it comes. I will, I will pay a monthly subscription once just to watch this. Yeah, definitely. If it's in theaters, I will definitely pay for a ticket. Yeah. Probably two or three, to be very honest with you. I
0: agree. I'm such a fan of him as so well. Yeah, and, we probably the, go together. <laughs> probably, yeah.
1: But the thing is that if I'm not mistaken, Final Space is owned by the intellectual properties owned by TBS. Okay. The, the yeah. Channel, which is a subsidiary of TNT which is a subsidiary of Warner Discovery now.
0: Okay, Warner's brothers yeah. out there. Yep. If you put this up, the movie, right? Put it in your platform. I will subscribe to your platform and I will tell you I might forget to unsubscribe myself <laughs> and continue <laughs> paying for the next, I don't know, one year plus. So, unfortunately, oh shit.
1: <laughs> Warner uses HBO Max because the HBO is a subsidiary of Warner uh, and HBO
0: Max is not available where we are. HBO is available. HBO Max. Oh, Max. It's the, the online platform. It's available, man. Is it really? Yeah.
1: It's available. Just Maybe that. I'm thinking of a wrong one then. Because if I'm not mistaken, I, I tried to subscribe before I couldn't. And that's why I couldn't watch stuff like the Snyder Cut and everything that was so freely avail- available. Is it really? Yeah. Okay, I gotta go check that out. I,
0: okay, either it's available right online. I, I'm i not so sure about that. But if you go through like our telco, it's definitely there? Is no, that's not HBO Max.
1: That's HBO Go.
0: Oh, that's different, different, is it? Yeah, it's different. But okay, okay. So HBO see.
1: Go allows you to watch um, on demand whatever's on the channel right now. HBO Max has the library. I see. Okay, so yeah, it's, different. it's different, right? HBO Max has the massive library of all the DC films and everything, oh. but they don't have the legal rights to do it in in Asia yet. Or most of Asia yet, at least Southeast Asia. And it will take some time. They're trying to work on it to get it here, but unfortunately they cannot. So now most of the HBO Max stuff goes on, um, what's it called? HBO. Netflix. Netflix, I see. Yeah. Okay. So that's right. why we sometimes, where we are, we get stuff like Dark Knight, we get Justice League, we get right. on Netflix. Right. Okay. For okay. Us. And that's why um, Final Space, in the regions that HBO or Warner has no reach, was released internationally on Netflix.
0: I see. Okay, so this is different. Yeah, I, I, I had, I had thought I same thing because you mentioned like I uh, think, Snyder's Cards. <laughs> Snyder's Cards yeah. is his bio, that platform I suppose. I yeah. think so. Yeah. I mean, I mean,
1: I, I'm not. I, I'm hey. going to take a look
0: now. Okay. But yeah, I, uh, yeah. But not hey, certain. if you think about it, in three years time, 2025, based on your, your estimates, yeah, hopefully hey I think maybe HBO Max should reach here
1: yeah hopefully Paramount as well so I can watch me some Star Trek oh yeah more space <laughs> stuff
0: yeah okay let's go to the cast the amazing cast that have brought mm. okay first and foremost I mean I we did mention uh, Orland Rogers yep. many times as the principal writer uh, and show creator showrunner show and
1: yeah. voice and starring everything
0: yeah so that's he voices
1: Gary Goodspeed and, and Mooncake, Mooncake? Yeah. yeah amazing by the way <laughs>
0: And then obviously we have uh, David Tennant. Jack the Lord Commander. Oh, Jack the Lord Commander indeed, right? Yeah, my doctor. Yeah, I mean, he's an amazing doctor I as love well.
1: that he is trying his best to come up with all the villains in the world between this <laughs> and Jessica Jones. <laughs> oh my goodness, But every yeah. single
0: time I see him on screen, I just
1: want to love him. <laughs> like in good omens, he's the devil, <laughs> uh-huh. but he's a good devil.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, and then we do have... I'm not so sure who's Scotty Galloway who plays Avocado. Avocado. Yeah. Uh but next Little Cardo is played by Stephen Yuan. Oh yeah. I mean oh. he, he is invincible, man. Invincible, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, also he plays invincible. He plays invincible. In, yeah. He's invincible. Oh. And he also plays invincible in Invincible. I see, I see. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Tom Kenny plays Hugh. Yep. Uh I don't know who's Tom Kenny. He's the voice of Spongebob. Oh right,
1: <laughs> that's most famously where I know him from. But he sounds very different. From very. I from. Yeah. mean, yeah. he's a voice actor. Yeah, he's there. Yeah. Have to be versatile.
0: <laughs> most of these people have to be versatile. Extremely versatile. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, then Quinn mm-hmm. Prime and Nightfall. I'm not so sure. Oh, Prime is oh, Quinn. Just Quinn. Just yeah. normal, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Of course. Uh, it's Tika Sumter. Uh, yep. I don't know who she is as well.
1: Uh, she had a show called. She was on a show called Mixed Ish. It was you know the series Blackish. No. Uh, okay, it, it, it's a show about his wife in the seventies. Mixed dish. It was the whole series. There was Blackish, then there was Mixed ish then there was Um Grownish, which is starring the daughter and everything. It's a whole thing. We're not gonna right. get into that. But yeah, see. she wasn't there.
0: Okay, right, right. Next up, we have playing Kevin Fred Armisen. Fred Armisen. Armisen. Yep. Yeah uh
1: snl legend oh okay <laughs> he was also the leader of the band on the seth myers late night with seth myers he's not anymore i think because he's focusing more on his comedy now he also had a series portlandia which is absurd comedy as well he is one of the craziest most insane comedy minds ever and I'm so glad he's Kevin because you need that insanity.
0: Oh, right. Yeah. One of these days, we got to talk about uh, Saturday Night Live. No, it's no? like
1: 40, 48 seasons. Like just one <laughs> or two episodes.
0: Watch it first. I watch one or two, then we can talk about it. Yeah, maybe. But you have to tell me which one or two because it's happening every week, right? Um, Yeah. So- well, essentially every week. There's a season every year. I see. Okay, yeah. okay. Oh, yeah. Next one. Ash. Played by Ashley Birch. Ashley Birch. Yeah. Gee, I wonder who that is. I have never heard of her. And Ashley Birch, of <laughs> yes, course, sir. she is
1: uh, such a lovely person. She is a writer, voice actor, everything. Amazing. She has been. She's appeared on Critical Role. She is on Legend of Vox Machina as a writer. She was in um. What's that show called? Oh my goodness, I can't remember. Mythic Quest. Oh yeah, 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 you mentioned she's a main of oh, yeah. Mythic Quest. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And she was obviously um, she was. I will always remember her as spoilers for Critical Role campaign two. The reason that
0: Molly died. <laughs> well, she did have to like stand uh, Sam Regal Yep, that's in, true. In that suit for. <laughs> that's true. That's very true. Close to the cube. Uh, okay, yeah, but that, those are spoilers. You can. But uh, you can just check Watch out Critical Role. What's Critical Role? Yeah, <laughs> season two. Um. We have Claudia Black playing uh, Cheryl. I'm just going to speed up because there's a lot of actors here. Yeah. Cheryl Goodspeed, Claudia Black. uh, Yeah, she
1: was from the originals. Oh. Ron Funches, who plays Fox, he was from a lot of comedy series. He did one with Danny Pudi, Mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken, where they were like legal department in the DC Universe, superhero universe. Oh, shit. Alan Tudyk was their boss. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can't remember the name, but it's out there.
0: Then we have Clarence, played by Conan O'Brien. Which was mind-blowing to me. Extremely, yeah. but we want to. I want to stop here for a short while because, actually, in terms of development, uh, Connor O'Brien's yep. was the one who actually watched the Olan show on YouTube, loved it, invited him, uh, yeah. on his show, and invited him to t- uh, speak to CB. I think uh, TBS, t- TBS yep. as well. Yep. And I think he's the one who. The, he's the. He's guy. the reason we get to watch it. Yeah. Basically, yes. He and was the only. He was the one with the poll yeah. that
1: actually got Olin the connections he needed to have a show. Yeah. And. Wow, I I
0: didn't know he's such a nerd for space stuff. Oh, he is. Yeah, He's a big nerd. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But he's also a big asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but I I still thank him for you know first playing Clarence oh, and yeah, of, course of course bringing in uh this show to yeah, yeah, where yeah. it is right now. Hopefully he can help uh, help bring to you know the next the movie yeah. the movie yeah who knows, hopefully. Uh, then Eva played by Jane Lynch. Jane Lynch, obviously from Glee. And many other things. She was in Only Murders in the Building as well. yeah, yeah, yeah. Bolo. Of course, Keith David. Amazing voice. Yeah,
1: amazing deep voice. That's a guy who knows how to be a voice actor. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, that was a... (laughs) (laughs) Keith David, famous for a lot of things, but we know him from Community. Yep.
0: (laughs) Check out our episode on Community. Yeah, please check that out. Then we have uh, Vanessa Marshall. Yes, Vanessa Marshall.
1: Uh, She has a lot of roles in Rick and Morty. Okay, that's what I, I know, okay, yeah. Okay. She also saw the voice of, like, Wonder Woman in Harley Quinn, the series. Okay. Yeah, and that's all I know really off the top of my head. <laughs> we also like to, like, mention Ron Perlman was John Goodspeed. Mm-hmm. Ron Perlman was obviously the original movie's Hellboy. Oh, That oh, big right. jaw okay, kind of yeah. guy, yeah. And then uh, a few other people that um, Hush Hushfuffles and Todd H. Watson was played by Alan Tudyk which is an amazing actor, amazing voice actor mm-hmm. as well. He is, if you watch anything Disney now, probably all the animals is his voice.
0: Oh, that guy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah he yeah, is okay. also yeah. the
1: in Frozen as Duke of Wesselton. Mm. And he's in Zootopia as Duke Weaselton. <laughs> and he, I think I've mentioned him before because when we were talking about Raya, I believe in the list episode, like in like maybe the episode two or three of our podcast. Right, right. Yeah. I've yeah. talked about yeah. it before. Tudyk, amazing. He is also best friend to Nathan Fillion. Oh, okay. And right. they've always said that Nathan Fillion should be Booster Gold and he should be Blue Beetle. So <laughs> kind of makes sense. They should make we, that happen, you know? Yeah. And also, like, the Arachnist Hex like that I mentioned before, John DiMaggio and Phil Amar, yeah. amazing long careers from, like, maybe the late... I want to say the late 80s till now in voice animation, voice acting, rather. Uh, John DiMaggio has done, like, Jake the Dog in Adventure Time. He was Bender in Futurama. Phil Amar is everywhere and his voice is amazing if you watch animation in the 90s you probably heard his voice before wow
0: right yeah well, I think going back to the final part of the show mm-hmm. the saddest part of the show is that it never ended yep I was really sad you guys please if you reach this point in the podcast spend that 7 minutes go and watch uh, go to Orlan Rogers YouTube channel and just watch his final goodbye back then I don't this think was it's 7 minutes
1: 7 minutes is the pilot Oh his right, final okay. <laughs> If uh, I'm not mistaken, Olin Rogers' final maybe he's, like goodbye to Final Like his I think the title the title of the video was Goodbye Final Space yeah, or something like yeah, that. Goodbye final and place. I think it is about like fifteen minutes long, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. I mean, yeah. if it is, then it's. it's cool. I mean, I don't know. I might be, I might be confusing it with a different video. He yeah. also have a lot. Of, he also has a lot of animated shorts on his YouTube channel. Yes, yeah. Which is, yeah. I, I would, oh, I want him so much to be like a regular YouTuber, so I can watch his craziness <laughs> all the time. But unfortunately, all I can do is follow him on Instagram, where he does post reels of his stand-up comedy sometimes. Oh, really? And yeah. he has that same manic energy, anyway. Oh, so yeah.
0: Oh, and I think there's the pilot episodes are also out in his YouTube channel, right? The pilot episode. Yes, the
1: yeah. the pilot is on his YouTube channel. Yeah. yeah, that's like six seven minutes. Yeah, please watch that
0: because I think in fact the the goodbye Final Space video it's, was. If you have
1: ever watched Final Space and we watch all three seasons of it, the goodbye Final Space video is a very
0: necessary thing to watch. Yeah, I I think when when it comes to the what's what's the future of this show, uh, when it comes to the emotion and who who is the brain behind this show, mm-hmm. that video sums it all up you get to see the man with his heart out there finding ways but he couldn't find any way back then at least to save this show that he loved and the fans just loved him the comment section was amazingly Mm -hmm. supportive and positive positive which I didn't
1: know that could exist on the internet (laughs) exactly and
0: (laughs) he's the closest thing to real life Gary Goodspeed and he he inspires so many people I was so inspired watching him and he, he took this, like, roadblock and trying to inspire the rest of us. Yep. I remember that so... He is so positive, man. Like, oh, oh my goodness. So good.
1: Uh, yeah, he is one of the people that I will follow from now on. Yeah. And it's been... it's been get, Less and less people are like that for me. That yeah. is one, like, creator that I will follow forever. He is one of them.
0: Yeah, it's, it's amazing. So, I think when it comes to the future, I don't think we have we already mentioned he, he, enough in terms of the here's the thing yeah. when it comes to
1: the future of final space if I'm not mistaken he said he doesn't know if he'll ever he doesn't know if there will ever be a, like he'll ever get to tell a story of an ending but he guarantees this is not the end of final space by hook by by crook he will make uh, an ending mm, yeah so th- th- it just really depends on what platform and what medium this comes out and the yeah. funding I mean he got the funding already yeah so we'll see what, go- what happens
0: yeah he does have the funding uh, yeah. but obviously it's not Yes. I don't know how much in that yeah is we that don't know that, right? yeah, but right.
1: hopefully we get to see the end of the story I am hopeful though I'm very hopeful
0: I am so yeah yeah
1: I I believe in Olin rogers ah me too I mean just the fact that there are people like if you go on YouTube you type in like final space and shit like this right there are videos that have been posted like maybe a month or two months mm. or like a couple of weeks ago talking about final space more than a year after its ending of season three people yeah. are still talking about it
0: you know what I suspect right is that people, when when the show comes out, people are not watching it because it's sci-fi and cartoon or yep. maybe along those lines and over the years, people are bored with the latest show and they decided to watch and yeah. more and more people are discovering yep. the jam that this show brings to them. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like a peach jam, you know, it's not too sweet and it's just a, just the perfect amount of tartness. Jim! Jim! Spoiler, I guess, for <laughs> some critical role <laughs> stuff. <laughs> with that thank you so much for listening I uh, really hope you guys enjoy our conversation about Final Space uh, do let us know especially about your favourite character We like mm-hmm. you know, yep. I, there's so many amazing amazing characters but I'm specifically invested to know what are your favourite villain or antagonist in this show because there's so many and all of them are amazingly written and let us know all, all your thoughts on Twitter and Instagram uh, and you can always tag us at the pod of tea, and that is which is, p o d d i t y, and uh, no t h e p o d d i t y. You messed it up. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I kind of forgot there's the in front. Yeah, well, yeah. it's been a while. It has been a while. <laughs> <laughs> the podity, t h e p o d d i t y. One more time. Yeah. Uh, on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. Slide into our DMs. Let us know. Mm, indeed. Coming this Thursday on Podity, more we'll be talking about sci-fi and D and D. Yeah, uh, And I think we're just going to be going deep into, like, I suppose the some element. tropes, some elements. Some Some th- elements. Yeah. You know what?
1: Thursday's not that far off.
0: Stay tuned. Yeah, Listen to Yeah, exactly. Us. And next week, we are going to... Take re- a break
1: from the sci-fi stuff.
0: Yes. And going to something <laughs> more classical, I suppose. Well, there is more time common. travel. <laughs> okay, well, it's not really classical anyway. It is yeah. um, a very, very... Interesting show. Um, yeah. And not interesting, like, you know, say interesting because trying to be nice, but it's, it's not so good by trying to be nice. But really, this is interesting. Is so good. And so stay tuned next week because we will be talking about Austin Powers. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: baby. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I guess it's a, a UK theme one, I suppose, given the current happenings in the world. <laughs> and with that, thank you so much for listening. We
1: will catch you on more. Oh, yeah. Okay. Goodbye. Bye.